you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Hey everyone, it's time for Puzzle Talk, the geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. Here are your hosts for tonight, Charles Watkins and Tom Brotherman. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. Howdy. Howdy. Supposed to say howdy. Howdy. Got a big show, big, really big shoe tonight, really big shoe. Uh, we got a lot to cover in this one i think it's gonna be a lot of fun uh before we do of course uh we gotta get right into the news we'll start with um tom tom's gonna tell us a little about what's going on tuesday tuesday if it's not your normal day off, you haven't scheduled vacation yet, then you need to call in sick with anal glaucoma. That's where you can't. Your... <laughs> that's where you don't see your butt going into work. There you Tuesday, go. you need to go find two caches so you can get the two 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 souvenir. I'm sure yes. it's got a different name, but that's how I know it. We think that you need to have two, right? Is that uh, yeah, what the thought is? You have to have yeah. two. Okay. You have to have two on Tuesday. So, and they can be in any two traditionals. Um, it could be a adventure lab and an event, an event and a regular geocache. No, 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 no not, not from this bunch. No, no. Um, or it could be uh, two events. So, right. Or it should be two puzzles. Yeah. You know. I'm hosting an event here in Phoenix at a taco shop. So nice. um, You know, is it going to be at 2 p.m., 2.22 p.m.? No, there are people that got to work in this world. Um, (laughs) I have a, we have friends of the family and they decided to get married on Tuesday, but not till 4 p.m. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you missed a perfect opportunity. You're going to, you went to all the trouble. Right, come on! You went to all the trouble to have your mar- your your wedding on two twenty two two twenty two, or depending on what part of the world you're in, it's twenty two to twenty two. If you use if you put the day before the month, but I'm thinking, oh my gosh, if you're gonna go that far, you gotta knuckle down. You gotta you gotta triple down. You gotta go for the the wedding needs to be at two twenty two p.m. PM. Come on. I mean, it's no, kind of obvious, that, right? Um, 
what would it be? 1022 PM? Where's 10, 10, 20, yeah, 22, that'd be 2222. 22. Yeah. In a 24-hour oh, okay. clock system. 24-hour clock, yep. Anyway, so... Go get you two events on Tuesday, and you'll get yes. the souvenir um, for that. So Right, absolutely. Uh, Trisha says she's got one, one event to attend, so she just has to go find a cash after that, and you're good to go. Um, just finding a way. That's fourteen twenty-two. In the morning. Oh, two twenty-two, yeah. like two a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. That's so. <laughs> yeah, fourteen twenty-two. It'd be two twenty-two in the afternoon. Right. Glad everybody's along for the ride. Darren, good day, everybody. Good day from. Uh, it's uh, Monday. For Darren, he is in Australia. So since he's ahead, does Charles still feel like crap tomorrow? Probably. He doesn't feel Probably. well, so we're gonna make it. We're gonna we're gonna make it through tonight. Oh, it's uh, just allergies. I got puffy eyes and have been sinus headache. So, so that's not that's not the Botox. No, that's not Botox. Uh, Scottsdale. Pizza Ninja. It is Pizza Pizza Sunday, so there you go. Pizza Ninja here from New York. New York. New York. New York. Missouri. So Why is it Missouri here? when there's not an E at the end? There's an I. No misery. Missouri. Missouri. And, yeah. Uh, See, nobody gets it right. You know, from where we're at, it's Missouri. And then they get mad at you for saying that because it's Missouri, Missouri. but it's Missouri. <laughs> I mean, it's like... Yeah. Oh, Seabeck tries to have an event at 2 a.m. <laughs> there you go. That's a lot wow. doing that, too. That's that's pretty funny. Yeah. Mini mags here. Good deal. Houston, Texas, Dave. Yeah, he's going New York style pizza because he's in New York. New York. All right, cool. Let's get to some news. I already hit the bumper for that. So let's get into the next item, which is I want to mention about the new path tag real quick. So Forza Awakens, I saw them in the chat room. Uh, they're the ones that uh, designed it. This was part of the GTN path tag project that we did. And they look, I think, fantastic. So there's the, there it is. There's the, Path tag. It looks cool to me. It's got all the shows. Yeah, that's really good. Gadget Talk, Geocaching with Kids, Puzzle Talk down there, Challenge Talk. The middle one is Geocache Talk. And then the bottom part is Cache Fest, which really isn't, uh, it's just kind of related since we're kind of involved in that. So that's why that's that's Missouri down there at the bottom, uh, in case you're wondering. It's got the, uh, the famous bridge and all the different parts there. So. Um, so yeah, it's a very cool looking path tag. The bath, the back of it, in case you're making path tags anytime soon, please use our, our, our back for cash fest, worldwide cash fest. Um, that is, uh, whenever you do, uh, a, a back, um, then we get, they get money and we can then, cause we're going to buy, we're going to have to buy path tags for cash fest. So, 
that's a really big uh, uh so instead of just putting the generic uh if you don't i mean if you have one you want to use that's fine but if you don't have one that you normally use if you just use the generic path tag one it doesn't cost anything just use that back or maybe it does i think it's cheap isn't it tom for the people to use that yeah they're they're, they're cheap yeah it's uh, extra nickel or something uh but that would will really help us uh a lot so kim's saying they're having an event at 220 22 22 22 22 22 i'm taking a 2-2 oh smart <laughs> late night nice. i love it on a Tuesday, this makes me even it even cracks me up even more. So, uh, all right, uh, on to can, the next item. Go ahead. Can, can you buy day old donuts at two in the morning? Sure, they're not that old. They're just that day. So they're, they're not even. They're they not even really day fresh. old. That's right. They can be very fresh at that point. By the way, if they made them that, if they made them at midnight or something. Ooh. Uh, I've got like donuts on the brain, and I'm thinking of that place in Denton we went to. Denton, yes. That you, there's no sign for it. You just go to the back of this. Back door. Uh, of a state a steakhouse. Back door of a five-store steakhouse, and there's a window there, and they sell donuts from like 11 until they run, or 10, I think, until they run out. Yeah. And a, you got to get there early because the line builds up. Yeah, you just have to know what's, you know, it's happening. And you don't get a lot of choices, right, Tom? There's only like two like or three. Three or four. Three or three four. Like we went, the okay. night we went, there was four. Four? Okay. Uh, Daryl's asking about how to get them. If you're a patron, I will be sending them to all the patrons, regardless of the level that you are. Uh, and then that's about it. I don't really give them out. Uh, I, don't, I don't do a lot of new path tag trading. They're really for patrons. Um, to, to We want to. We want to show love to to them, and uh, you know, three dollars a month. It's cheap. I mean, it's 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 important. And um, oh, Ryan says we just talked about those donuts. So if <laughs> Gary Gary frees up, oh, he's Is that better. No, yeah, you you were frozen for a second. That's weird because I'm like right into my router. Anyway, yeah, um, please support us on Patreon. It's it's really important. Uh, three bucks. I mean, if everybody just gave three bucks, we could, you know, we got to, we're, you know, we got bills, unfortunately, and uh, we'd love to bring you guys even more uh, cool items. We're working on a new coin that's going to be unbelievable. Um, it's so incredible that we actually have, coin manufacturers who are struggling to get it right because that's how that's how crazy this coin is and so it's still in process but we're going to bring you guys an incredible um an incredible coin uh, those are going to be for eight dollar and ten dollar patrons if you're a three dollar or five dollar patron you'll get a severe you know get a drastic discount on purchasing them and then uh, if we have any left over, we will um, um, do that for um, for others. So, all right, um, let's move on to. I want to mention about the uh, host hotel. We do have a link. It'll be in the show notes. 
make sure you uh, we prefer if you would or would ask if you would click on that and sign in or, and do your uh, your your hotel reservation through that link. It really helps us out. We are giving away a customized gadget cache for that. Um, so that'll be great um, for people. Uh, and then Charles, tell us a little bit more about what Puzzle Academy is doing. Yeah, so we're working on a packet of puzzles that we're going to put together. Um, <clears throat> VIP people for Cash Fest are going to get them in their VIP packets. Um, don't worry if you're not a, a VIP. Um, don't sweat it. They'll be available there at the um, registration tables and whatnot um, when you go in and to sign in. Um, and we're going to, there'll be whatever it costs us to, to make the packet. So we're not yeah. making anything off of the packets. Um, but what we're going to be doing is having somewhere between six and a dozen puzzles created that will um, link and kind of take you through and around um, some a few cool places there in Memphis. We're still working out some of the logistics of it um, and whatnot, but hopefully it is a, a fun experience for cashers who show up to uh, Cash Fest. And then during the uh, day that we are uh, having our little um, right our academy, little academy yeah. we're going to show you and teach you how to solve the puzzles if you haven't solved them already and then if you're in town through the rest of the weekend um and whatnot you can go in uh look at the the puzzles are all going to take you to a a place in town so yeah. um something worth uh trying to look at and go and do and and see how that's um gonna go for us yeah that'll be a lot of fun and it's gonna be informative it gives you uh, it's great for people who are any level of puzzle caching. If they're just getting started, then this will be a great uh, tutorial for some that are advanced. Then these may be some ideas that you're like, Oh, well, I've thought of a lot of different ideas, but I never thought of that one. So that's the idea behind that. So, all right. And then uh, I did, I was able to uh, be the fly on the wall for a challenge Academy uh, one. And, um, they are also working on stuff, which is funny because they're like, you can't tell the puzzle guys what we're doing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> then I turn around and tell the puzzle guys what they do now. So, uh, but no, they're doing some great stuff too. A little different. They're doing Challenge Academy's got our own. So it, it's worth doing all the different academies because they're so, they are very different. So I think that's a good part of that. So, did, all did right. You, did you tell Jesse what they were doing? Jesse was there. Okay. We'll, we'll ask Jesse later. Yeah, ask Jesse. You're off, the, you're off the hook. <laughs> That's right. Because, yeah, he was there. Uh, so, all right. Let's get into tonight's topic. But we want to start with some discussion about the coin we gave away. We gave away a coin, and we gave away a coin, shirt, vinyl, sticker uh, right. a few weeks ago. Right, Charles, and that that went really well. I really enjoyed that. So, kind of give did. people an update on that. So, we put a puzzle out on the uh, <clears throat> Puzzle Talk podcast 
um, Instagram page. So if you don't follow us on Instagram and you have an Instagram account, hey, go look up Puzzle Talk Podcast um, on Instagram and follow us there. Um, I put out some uh, puzzles and ciphers and things on there for um, for you to work on. Uh, once they've been solved and I give them some time, I, I break it down and show you how to to do that. But um, we had a couple of guys that uh, went all in, um, both of them from um, Georgia. Um, one of them was uh, Brad um, and the other one was Arjun. Uh, both of those gentlemen within, uh, and, and they're both from Georgia, within a couple of hours of each other, um, both decrypted the puzzle that was posted and uh, put the uh, correct answer to the riddle um, in the email. And so for that, we sent both of those guys um, a coin. The guy who came in first, um, Arjun, we sent him the the package with the shirt and whatnot. So yeah, um, was very cool. And, and they got it, you know, within a couple of days, um, you know, I, I posted the, the puzzles right after our last show and uh, within a couple of days had um, within a week had a, had an answer for it. So yeah, um, it was pretty good. And, and it goes, what we did there goes right into um, tonight's show. So yeah. um, let me share this uh, for those who were curious about where this code came from. Um, this is a, um, Comic? This is the ad that came in the comic book for the ring, right? From 1948, I believe is yeah. when the, the, so you can see um, it talks about popsicle kids um, and in the Nevada Badlands. Uh, but right. if you look at some of this um, popsicle, Pete was the, the mascot for the popsicle brand popsicles. And you could win this cowboy boot that was a ring that had a compass in it, a magnifying glass, and there's a scrolled up piece of paper in the top of the boot. Um, and then for you to get it, you had um, you had to send in so uh, cool. You had to send in so many popsicle wrappers <laughs> along to this address, right? As proof of purchase. And right. they would send you a copy of this thing. Now, this is what the boot actually looks like in real life. This is a a a picture of one where a, a auction gr group had a really pristine one still and was right. selling it. So there's your compass, magnifying glass. You can see the hole down there. It had room yep. in the boot for a few things. Um, and then there is the cowboy ring oh. secret code, right? Yeah. So um, I happened to just stumble upon this while looking at some other stuff um, and watching a YouTube video and was like, oh, man. And so <laughs> when I was when we decided to make that cipher code and put it on our Instagram page, uh, I went looking for some older stuff that that wasn't on a lot of the uh, new websites. It's not on Cash Sleuth. It wasn't going to be in a geocaching toolbox. Um, it wasn't right. on any of the main places that we um, advertise. 
So um, I went with it and, and it worked. Yeah. So, um, but there is a way to solve the cipher that we put on our, um, on our Instagram page, um, which is, let me see if I can share this. This is the cipher that we put on our Instagram. Oh, no, that's a picture of the, okay. ah, I'll get to it in the slideshow. But this is yeah. what I used. Um, yeah, that's what the paper ends up looking like. But there's a way to solve that, and we'll get into um, that here in just a few minutes. But um, it yeah, Darren's like to... it couldn't work it out. But it's like we're going to show you how you could have possibly uh, worked it out. Yep, I'm going to show you how you could have solved this in as little as only knowing two letters, if you had some other information. But um, We'll, we'll get to that here in just a second. Yeah. Which will actually lead into our discussion about the Batman tonight as well, because it's, it's directly tied, which is crazy that the two are tied together, but they are. Yeah, they really are real close. So um, yeah. let's go, let's go through some of the Batman stuff and then we'll actually use our code to show people how to decipher the Batman stuff. Right. Um, and then it'll kind of bring it back around. So, um, sure. You, you, you want to show the card then? Well, yeah, let's show some of this. If you're, if you have been living sheltered and haven't been watching TV or you haven't been out to a movie theater or you haven't been, um, out, and, and about and, and looking at what's happening in the outside world, there's a new Batman movie that comes out in March. Yeah, March 4th, and I think, right? They are bringing back um, the character, uh, the Riddler. Yep. And in this, he it's 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 a it's a from the previews, it's dark. Um, yeah, the, he's, the Riddler he's, comes back looking <laughs> a lot like um the uh, zodiac yeah it looks uh, like the and, zodiac killer and in nice. fact in talking in in interviews that was done with the director he straight up said i've been fascinated with him and and you know they pulled a bunch of stuff from uh you know from uh, the zodiac killer into this new character as they're spinning him but it's funny that if you went back to the uh early days of of dc comics of the early oh, batmans yeah. uh the there was there were several villains in the dc comic series for batman that revolved around zodiac symbols and zodiac yeah. signs there was dr zodiac there was mr z yeah, <laughs> um, you know, and and the the Riddler, um, you know, referenced a lot of Zodiac stuff. So DC Comics and Batman have a long kind of all the way back into the the 40s and 50s this long history with Zodiac symbols or Zodiac puzzles and and Zodiac bad guys. Right? right. And so for the director to come out and pull 
that um, into this movie as dark as he did, yeah. um, or at least as dark as it appears from the preview so far, it, it's it's going to be it's it's going to be something fun. So yeah. in that, there are several different um, riddles that are showed either through promotional material, stuff that's at yeah. movie theaters, signage, trailers, posters. Yeah trailers um you know whatnots you know and so if you haven't seen some of this stuff um we're going to show you some of it so um you know don't don't get too uh, upset here if if you spoils some of it for you (laughs) Um, and and just for any legal thing we are not implying in any way that anybody involved with dc comics or the movies or whatever involved we're involved with the zodiac killer or no any other killers of any sort no although you never saw him in the same room maybe Uh, we don't know so this is um one of the if you want to start with the you want to start with the card? No, we do that later. Yeah, we start with the card. So here's start with the card. In, yeah. um, in the uh, movie or in one of the trailers, he, this card comes um, mailed to them. Um, is and on the left side, what you can't really see, it says, "What what does a liar do when he's dead?" Right. Right. They give you a a, a, a a cipher. And then down here on the right hand side is this cipher text that you're not exactly sure what it is. But if you look at it, it's got several repeating characters in it. Right. It's not a lot of text, Correct. Um, which makes it a little harder to decipher. But this one is totally solvable if you take a couple of, of steps for it to uh, to work through the process. Correct. So um, that same alphabet is the one that shows up in this um, on this signage for the March 4th trailer. Yes. Uh, which is this. You can see it at the bottom. It's that same cipher text. So if you if you have cipher or de- decrypted the one greeting card that's in the trailer then you have the alphabet to decode the rest of this as well right um so you know, that's some that's something that um i know and we've kind of talked about but i think it's something that we want to talk about tonight which is you could create a puzzle cache with a series of symbols that nobody nobody ever seen before you can just make them up but if yeah. you leave enough breadcrumb within that cipher text then you can take that and you could um uh, you could put it out there and people you know it's something that it's a good tool a if you're making puzzles or if you're trying to solve puzzles and that's the point of puzzle talk is to give you those tools and that is you might be able then you make your own. And if you leave enough breadcrumbs behind, there's ways to do it. Charles is going to talk about how you right. would go about that. So in in talking to the two people who solved our puzzles, 
I got a response from one um, from Brad and he said, this is how I solved it. Right? right. Plain and simple. No beating around the bush. He said, this is it. This is what took me. This is um, how I would solve one of these. That's just like that. And so I built a PowerPoint slide to walk us through some of this. Uh, and we're going to share it here real quick. So yeah, here we go. This is how to solve unknown text ciphers, right? So for something that you have, um, like my, uh, yeah. like this, right? First, you have to have an encoded message. This is the cipher that I put on our Instagram page, right? right? We're going to follow one of Tom's favorite rules. Tom, what's your favorite rule when, when, when working with one of these? Get a beer. Well, get yourself <laughs> <That's> one. <laughs> Give yourself some working room, right? Give yourself some always, Yes, yes. Tom always complains that people don't leave spaces in the middle for you to write your letters out. Right. I like so, that. You got it set it up good there. Right. <laughs> so we set it up so that you can do this, right? And right. then you have to assign every symbol a letter, right? And you just start at the top and you say A, and then you find all of the symbols that are the same as A, and you mark those as A as well, right? So the first letter on the second block is A. And then you go through the whole alphabet. And if you go through this and you come to the end, you'll notice if you know anything about frequency analysis that this symbol right here, which is the circle with the X drawn through it, shows up as we have assigned it the letter K, right? But it is also the letter that shows up the most right? So it shows up four times in this. The letter D shows up three times, and there's a couple of other letters that show up three times. But what is the number one used letter in the English language alphabet? Ooh, 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 ooh. Tom? Tom? E. It's the letter E, right? Correct. So if you knew nothing else out of this, and you knew that E was the number one used letter in the alphabet, and you assigned each one of these Ks the letter E, and you knew that the second most frequently used letter in the English alphabet was T, right? And you use that in substitute for our letters D. I will show you at the very end how you can solve this. You had a couple of other hints with only two letters. Yes. All right, so you take this alphabet that you get in these three lines and you take it to a cipher text solver, right? In this, this is the decode.fr, um, yeah. and then you hit the button to change it to English, but decode.fr, and you put it in the solver um, just like it does. It's going to assign it right here a random alphabet, right? And right. all you need to do is hit the hit the decrypt button down here at the bottom. Don't, don't, hit, don't hit it yet. So before you go any farther, I did not work on this puzzle at all. I don't know the answer at all or anything, but yeah. from what we had just seen and my quick glance at it, I'm going to say the letter B is H. Okay. Okay. One thing that... Well, if, if you hit this decrypt button right now, this is yeah. what it's going to give you, right? Now and you're like disappointed. You're like, it's gobbledygook. <laughs> right. It's gobbledygook. But what most people don't realize is that this section of the alpha, this second line down here, that's, that's lighter colored. This alphabet this. is, you can manipulate it. 
right? That is cool. Right. So you can go in and change whatever letter you want so that it represents the correct letter in the alphabet for you. Right. Now, most riddles start off with a few keywords. Why, how, um, what, who, right? So there's riddles start with a, unless you're, the guy who's going to St. Ives who met a man with seven wives, right? Unless you're <laughs> that guy, right. most riddles start off with uh, like a plethora of these five or six keywords. Right. So if you just randomly guessed at one of these keywords, you can manipulate this alphabet right here at the beginning. Right. right? And so if you manipulate it and you said that this alphabet, this riddle is going to start with the, the word what, Right and you clear all the other letters and you start typing in that ABCD, because those are the first four characters in the ciphertext are W-H-A-T, right? right? You can see down here on this, in the second grouping of words, it's already started to fill in some letters. Now, what did we say a minute ago? The most frequently used letter in the English language was what? E. E. And we assign that to the letter K, right? Okay. So if you put it, if you put an E in here and an E in here, you have W E A T H E. You can pretty much assume that L is going to be R because what were all of our puzzle caches based off of on our last show? Weather. Weather, right? All of our puzzles that we talked about on the last month's show were all weather-based puzzles. Correct. Yep. Right. So. You can type in and assume that K is E and L is R and use weather. But even if you didn't have that, right, if all you knew was what and you wanted to run down that rabbit hole, you go in and finish filling out the rest of your alphabet up here at the top with starting. You already have an A, so your next blank spot would be B, C, D, E, F, G. You skip H because it is assigned to letter B, right? Right. And you finish the alphabet all through Q. Now you don't have to go the rest of the way through the alphabet because you have given, you have assigned a a coded letter to everything down here in the bottom, right? So you don't need to finish your alphabet. Um, as you do that, if you hit decrypt again, it's going to give you this. Well, that's still a bunch of gobbledygook, right? True. That doesn't yeah. help you any. And it didn't solve it. Well, decode.fr is very good at a lot of things, but this is one of the weaker sides to this web page, right? right? But if you copy this text that it outputs word letter for letter and space for space, and you took it to a different website that we have talked about before that is specifically designed to do this type of puzzle, right? It will solve it almost instantly for you. And that puzzle, that website is Quip Quip. Quip Quip. What a great name. <laughs> right. So you, you then have right here inputted the site, the, the text that came out of decode.fr. Right. 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 Now gotcha. you want to use what equals what right here. This is important. Right. Because this tells Quip Quip that W-H-A-T is correct. 
and then okay. it doesn't need it doesn't need to solve for it. Okay. Right. And when you put what equals what and you hit the decode button on this. In less than three seconds, the fourth answer that it comes up with is what kind of weather do cupcakes like? Which is what the ciphertext <laughs> said. I love that it's a it's a riddle inside of a cipher. So it's like it doesn't give you an answer. It's it gives you you have to have the site, you have to decode it just to get the riddle. <laughs> then right. you have to answer the riddle. And then you have to answer the riddle. Well, I we got a, a plethora of answers. Um frosty or um yeah. frosty was one that we got. Icing um, or something, maybe there yeah, there was a icing. Uh, but sprinkles, sprinkles was the sprinkles. answer we were looking for, yeah. and uh, both both uh, those gentlemen, Brad and Arjun, both got it right and sent it in. So, what kind of weather do cupcakes like? Um, is what it ends up being. So, uh, yeah. you you could run down this same rabbit hole. I see where what Jeff says. Um, it, you could run down this rabbit hole with the question why right or the word why or how that you can run down all of those rabbit holes at the beginning and and in the end you're not going to come up with something reasonable right so yeah but you could you could do what jeff says which is you could leave that out and just go down you could continue down quip which he mentioned earlier yeah jeff's like we jumped the gun it's like all right it's okay we're with you. Um, We're with you, buddy. It's fine. You know, but it's best to give the the cipher tools as much knowledge as you can, right? Um, so if you took that very same text and broke it into its words, right? This is right. where I was talking about you can yeah. solve this only knowing two letters, right? right? But in that, you also have to know some word breakdown, Right, which you don't get in the original uh, cipher text, right? You just got three lines of text. But if you broke it into individual words and you only knew that K equals E and D equals T, right? In less than two seconds, the number one answer that it popped up was what kind of weather do cupcakes like? Wow. Right. So it's, in in this, you you have to know a couple of word breakdowns. If you knew that, um, then it dramatically increases the accuracy of of it being solved uh, right. correctly. Um, that's part of the uh, that's part of the hard part with this uh, the Batman stuff that they got is they just some of it, it, it on the card he only gives you two lines of ciphertext. Right. Yeah. And he doesn't break it into individual words. It's just two lines of ciphertext, at least in the 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 second thing that we showed you, which was the the. It's a copy of the this this one here. Yeah, that one. So that one is a copy of the bottom of the poster for yeah. for that. And in this, you can see where they've broken it down into words. Right. Yeah. So which helps. Very helpful. Spaces. Right. So that's helpful, especially with the other the the card, um, you know, because now you can sit there and say, all right, 
well, these groupings of letters made a word. So if you can see similar groupings of letters, then you can start to um, assume, right? And, and that's the hard part about this is you have to make some assumptions and run down those rabbit holes. Yeah. Um, and none of this stuff ever gets solved. Um, you know, none of the actual Zodiac killer stuff ever got solved without people making assumptions and then testing those assumptions. Right. Yeah. Um, same way with this in watching some of this stuff um, for uh, solving some of this stuff in the Batman, in the new Batman movie, they're not going to be able to, uh, make some of those get to the end process without making some assumptions. And some of them are going to be wrong and they're going to be time consuming errors, but at least you now know what it's not. Right. So, um, it's, it's, it's puzzle solving like this is not always easy. It, It took these guys that, um, did it several days to solve that one and get an answer to me. So it's, um, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, but you can totally use this same thing that we just showed you for this. If you copy and pasted these um, letter or these cipher symbols out of the bottom of this card and then assigned each one of them a letter, right? And then run through that A, B, C, D, B, E, E, F, D, C, C, right? If you ran that yep. back through the exact same process that we just worked through, I exactly. guarantee you, I guarantee you, you will get to the correct answer. Yeah. In fact, uh, you then can, you have to read it. And if you do that, well, I suggest that you do that for fun is to take those letters that we gave you, the A, B, C, D, B, E, E, F, D, C, C, and try it. And you get, he blot, you, you'll get he lies still, but you get it, uh, it, it'll, because you don't know the breakdown, because you don't know there's a third word. It looks right. like two words, because we don't, because at this point, you don't know, if you're just trying to solve, all you know from the, from the, from the ciphers that it has two lines. You don't know that it's three words yet. But you can start to break it down. And that's one thing, too, that we know in the English language, one of the clues that you got to kind of think about when you're doing, when you're either solving puzzles or creating them. I love this. I love this. Is that the symbols, especially the one at the end, repeats itself. Right. And so, what is the number one? It is huge. So what is the number one repeating letter in the English language that ends words? It's either S or L. S or L, right? It's is L. It L? L. It's okay. L, right? So um, you sit there and look at it, mall, fall, small. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole host of all of these um, still, fill, um, you know. Yeah, there's a whole host of words that all end in that double L, and it is the most frequently used double ending letter in the English language for right. words. So if you took that and knew that these two letters at the very end are L's, that makes the third letter in the top line an L as well. Yes. So now you right. got another, you got one of the other so, letters. You got yeah. <laughs> so then you start. 
but if you know so knowing some of the and and that's the fun of of cryptography um and it goes back you know i mean there's been an american cryptological association in this country since like the 40s 30s probably so you know we're coming up on 100 years if not more of an american cryptography association and and that was their bread and butter right that is right. those people did this stuff for fun and that's where we that's where we learned that oh hey there's you know these double letters or this is you know they spent hours of research figuring out that e is the most commonly used single letter in the english language yeah right I and want to so, point out, though, we keep saying English. So if, if we were doing this in French or German or Martian or anything else. <laughs> Absolutely. And and the size of the alphabet was different. If it was 24 letters or 36, whatever, these same kind of rules that apply that we're looking at it might be different letters. You know, we might not be looking for E's. You know, Martian okay. Q might be the most repeating letter. But that's what right. you'd be looking for. And you'd look for the... Um, the double letter kind of stuff, or maybe there's his triple letter, you know, whatever. But right. the same right. kind of frequency stuff applies. Right. Yeah, it, it matters. It really does. And that's what, uh, you know, it's uh, single substitution, though, though I see Jeff mocking it. Look at single substitution. There's still single substitution. What we're, you know, things, ciphertexts out there that have never been solved. Right. And when you sit there and look at some of it, it it all has to do with there's a whole host of other things that go into uh, single substitution ciphers that uh, that can manipulate the text, even though it's still only a single substitution cipher. Right. So um, purposely misspelled words or additional letters or, or or if you're hand making a cipher and you mess up a letter and that throws everything else in the ciphertext off by one letter. It's happened because we did a show about the Zodiac killer and where he made a mistake, but it's, you know, not all of his stuff was single substitution, but um, you know, he had to, to get around the, uh, single substitution stuff and frequency analysis, he went to double and triple characters standing for certain letters. But in that, he yeah. also s- held steadfast to a, a very particular pattern. And you yeah. can show that when this pattern shows up time after time after time in, in several of his ciphertext stuff that's been decrypted, uh, you can go back and look and you're like, oh yeah, here's this pattern and here it is again and here it is again, right? And so uh, though though they are creatures of trying to manipulate stuff, they also have to have a set of rules that bind them. Um, otherwise, the person who's on the other side to this is never going to be able to decrypt it. So, yeah. Think well, of the Enigma cipher and how many bazillion different combinations there are to that and they figured out because they knew that they were what they were repeating at the beginning of every message right yes that and also no letter went to itself 
they figured that out pretty pretty early on. So A in Enigma Cipher, Enigma Cipher never the wire never came back to the A. So you could kind of then at least I mean again it doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but if you can eliminate one letter of the alphabet, I mean that's that's pretty big. I mean that's but yeah, you're right. They'd start with the weather, didn't they? Was that the yeah. thing they would do? Start with the weather. So but, um, yeah. Uh, so tools for this, and we gave you quipquip.com, yeah. right? Decode.fr. Um, there's where we were at was decode.fr slash monoalphabetic hyphen substitution. It's going to be in the show notes. Yeah. Um, to the, yeah. Yeah, and then, it's in the end in there somewhere to make it English. Right. And then there's uh, boxingtrig.com. Um, I haven't done a whole lot of work in that, but that is a good um, website for doing puzzle cracking like this, along with rumkin.com. Rumkin, yeah, Rumkin is always, yeah, mentioned. It's also um, mentioned. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Rumkin's got a good frequency analysis thing in it. That's That's the first puzzle tool that i ever use is rumpkin yeah that's a really good one they're all in the show notes we've also got uh we're not going down that rabbit hole tonight but there is uh a couple of youtube videos i put in the show notes one of them though was interesting because it does tie the real zodiac killer they started to when they started to analyze uh what some of the things he was putting in there and that was that it appeared that he had a lot of uh, knowledge of comic books and a lot of knowledge about the DC comic books, especially the Batman ones. So graphic novels. Yeah. Yes, graphic novels. Graphic big. novels. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Don't take so, me off, man. Well, and it's funny, <laughs> Tom, you probably know, you know, and it's, you know, most people that are my age in their um, early to mid forties, and, and older probably know this. I asked both of my, I asked my son and my daughter both what the DC in DC comics stood for. Had no, no clue. <laughs> Had no clue. Had no clue. Um, let's see if somebody in the chat room knows what does the DC yeah. in DC comics DC stand for? Like, we'll give them a minute. Uh, while we're letting them, Work that little puzzle out, and and don't be googling the answer. Don't don't be googling it. Just if you know the answer, provide it. It's no big deal. But yeah, we we'll we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, so again, we've got some notes. We got some some tools. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Direwolf being funny. A lot of people know who Dick Clark is, <laughs> but many. Hopefully, people know who Dick Clark is. Very famous. I've seen a lot of puzzles based on his his American countdown. Yeah. Oh, his countdown. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. Did you want to show this one too? You want to kind of go through the. You want to go through this one. Yeah. So. Um. Once I'll show you, the completed one when you're done. Yeah. Once you, if you have decoded the card. Right. If you've gone through the process and decoded the card, then you have the the most of the cipher text um, out there, right? And yeah. so here's what you ended up with. Card. Each, 
right yep. each symbol for a letter um and whatnot so there we go brad got it yep brad owen from kc right brad owen got it. yep so um it did stand for detective comics um and and that kind of will play into something that we'll we'll show here at the end for some other people there's a huge resource for puzzle making but if you solve this the puzzle from the card and you had your alphabet you can yes. decipher what this says and this says you are el rata alada correct for that el rata alada tom what is that what language is that tom it looks like spanish to me correct so correct Gary, what does El Rata Alada translate to? It, it translates to winged rat, which if you think of a bat, it kind of is like a winged rat. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, uh, uh, probably not uh, uh, correct uh, biology wise, but uh, it, it looks like enough. a winged rat. <laughs> it yeah. could be, I don't know. So the fun thing about this is the that even, the species. It, yep. even with ahead. single substitution ciphers like this, right? You solved this and you got URL Rata Alada. But yes. there's a play on words here. Yeah, I didn't notice that either. There's, you look there's at it. Play, there's a play on words with this. See if URL. the uh, Yeah, the URL, which I didn't the think U about. I saw URL. that so I mentioned it. Right. Like, oh. So if you went to www.rataalada.com. Yeah. People can go there anytime they want. And uh, it brings up this page. Let me drop this off of here. So there's the page. That's uh, right. You can bring it up. And it's, it, uh, we haven't done this page yet. I haven't done it the second time. I think the second one has a different set of questions. But if you go to that website, it's in the show notes. You can go check it out too. But go to the website. Um, it's uh, we'll do it together. So it comes up and says, "Look what the bat dragged in." What do you say we play a little game? And it's a very simple website, but still kind of fun. It looks really old school, you know. So very matrixish. It is. Let me put a Y in. Here we go. Three right answers, and justice will be reward. When I fall, I rise. Though I'm not human, some say I have a heart. So there's your there's your there's your riddle, folks. Let's start with that one. I know that one. When I fall, I rise. Though I'm not human, some say I have a heart. So we'll see if the chat room has some ideas on this one. Yeah, you are. Uh, Jeff, you're correct. Very similar to the Why So Serious promo. Yeah, for Batman's. Uh, yeah, back in the. Yeah, stepping back into the uh, the ARG realm. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. So Direwolf guessed River. Should I put that in? Is that, do we want to try that one? Nope. See, the funny thing was it knew I left the website and came back. Because it says you scour the internet for the truth, but you still need to answer to me. I love that. So we want to try River. 
no good. You're mistaken. Lucky for you, I'll give you another chance. Darkness. Somebody mentioned darkness. Is that worth a shot? We'll give it a shot. Give it a shot. Mind works in exceedingly intelligent ways. Here's another. I'm Greek. I'm Latin. I'm 500 years old. I speak in riddles. Who, what? Oh, sorry. What am I? I'm Greek. I'm Latin. I'm 500 years old. I speak in riddles. What am I? And the word has been used on the show tonight. Oh, really? Interesting. See, <laughs> no, I left. I, I clicked over to StreamYard to come back because searching for the answer, are we? Cheaters aren't always reveal themselves. I think that's funny. So one of y'all have to give me so I don't go. I won't. I won't look like I'm cheating. Give me a. <laughs> give me a. Uh, somebody yeah, read me an answer. I'll cheat for us. Yeah, you tell us what to put in. What do y'all think? I'm Greek. I'm Latin. I'm 500 years old. I speak in riddles. What am I? That's an interesting one. Speak in riddles. I don't have a clue. My brain's not. My brain's starting to shut down for the weekend. Do we have an answer? You guys want to give me an idea of a guess? I can, I can tell you it's not in the chat room yet. Okay. <laughs> Charles is laughing at something. I'm no, Greek. Just... <laughs> I'm Latin. Language? I'm 500 years old. I don't know. Google's your friend, people. Yeah, Google would be your friend in this case because that's a good one. I'm not familiar with that one. 500 century. 500, five centuries. Speaking riddles. There's an oracle spoken riddles. Yeah, but it's a word. I said it's a word we've used in the show earlier. Okay. Greek. I'm Greek. I'm Latin. How is it that we're both it's both Greek and Latin? So, give, give us a kind of a clue, Tom. Well, what are we well, looking well, for? Well, Darren is half right. Well, I mean he's right, but he's got to do some more with his answer there. What did Darren put? I'm on the website. I want to R, he put R A V T Z N. Which is not gonna give you the right answer there if you plug it in like that. Right. But if you were Pisces or a Capricorn or right. Ooh. Started with a Z. No, 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 no. 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 Oh, we don't think it's Zodiac? I know where he got his answer. I know how they co they code the answers at his his that site so that they <laughs> they'll just pop out at you. <laughs> so you gotta do something with that answer to make it the right answer. And it's something really simple to do to it. Is it a Caesar cipher? Yep. Did y'all uh I assume everybody kind of watched at least 
well, not everybody. Tom probably did, but I watched the uh, Super Bowl, and I also love the commercials. So I get a combo of great commercials and a uh, great football game. But there was one that had – did you see the one with that uh, had Caesar, and he's pushing his salad? And <laughs> I like oh, there Red got it. There it is. Red got it. All right, what is it? An Enigma? Enigma. Enigma. Which makes sense for the the truth does not evade you. Try another and see what you uncover. Giving you this would be giving you the answer. Giving you this would be giving you the answer. Giving you this. This was a classic board game from the 80s. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's even older than that, but yeah. Risk? It's another four-letter word, though. Give Think about it. This. What Give do we have this. on every geocache page? Some cache owners use it down at the bottom. Some don't. Oh, a hint? Giving you a ah, hint? But give you we're the not answer? looking. But a hint's not the answer we're looking for. It's another. Ah, there you go. There we go. It's a clue. Oh, a clue. Type it correctly. Clue. When shadows fall, the truth rises. You are correct. You've bested my game. Now I'll let you on in on a little secret. Click for reward. Our game ends here, but I'll return when chaos rules. If you click, and I need to probably stop sharing that one, and then I'll go share this one. Let me share this screen, and we'll be wrapped up with this. We don't want the rest of the night on this, but. So you end up with this if you do if you do it. You get a the new so you get that. Yeah, get a piece of paper or a newspaper thing. So I don't know if you go down in here, you could probably go search a little bit and see. There might be clues in here somewhere. Gives you the weather. Frost at night. Oh, Mr. Freeze. Yet another image of Gotham's famed Cape Crusader has been released by the GCPD. Full story, 345. Which is funny because the that's March 4th, 34 is correct. I don't know about the five part, but anyway. Cool. All right. Hope you all enjoyed that part of it. That was kind of fun. All righty. What's funny, too, we... Uh, I. I told Charles beforehand that I had I tried to use a standard puzzle solving tool that we've all talked about. And that is, oh, let's see if there's any clues in the source code of El Ratalata's website. And right. so I went there. <laughs> and here's what I got. I got that. <laughs> Nice try. You won't find anything here. <laughs> I thought that's pretty funny that somebody went because like Charles said, they're going to know we're going to go search at least people that know what they're looking for. And so I went and searched and sure enough, there wasn't anything there, but it made me chuckle. Yeah. Yeah. So one last thing to leave y'all with. Um, yeah. Tonight we'll we'll just share. I'm going to share this real quick. Yeah. Um, it is 
the Flynn's Weekly Detective Fiction Magazine. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah, if you ever get your hands on some of that. So Flynn's Detective Weekly Magazine started in 1924, and it ran a weekly episode of these, what what are we calling them, Tom? Graphic novels? Graphic novels. Right. It ran all the way until like 32 or 33, something like that. It went a long time. Um. Let's see, 34. There was a break in here. Maybe it ran till 38. Um, but there ended up being a break for a couple of years. And then it came back, right? So, uh-huh. um, you know, it didn't run a full year in 1943. And it didn't, and it ran just eight different episode, uh, magazine editions in 44. And then it came back in. 51 um and then okay. it just it it never recovered from some of that but if you sit there and look at these these were the very early uh this is what evolved into um a lot of the dc comics and they all started as these detective weekly fictional detective right. deals and in each one of these um has some kind of um cipher or code that has to get broken in it um there's a a lot of good if you want some really really early code breaking stuff or cipher stuff that that may be out there it's out there in print somewhere um pulling up some of these when uh the flynn's uh weekly detective magazines and reading through some of them are a um, is a really cool way to get some of this stuff um, done. A so, lot, yeah, and a lot of them is we we've talked about. And you go look at them. A lot of them are sort of common today, as far as in in cipher realm, you know, in the cipher world, uh, uh, cipher fans or puzzle cash fans. But you'd be surprised. There's a lot of them in there that aren't found anywhere. So you talk about a treasure trove of possible puzzle caches that are out there in those Flynn's that people, you would drive some people bonkers because there, I mean, there, there would be some real head scratchers out there for people because literally there are some out there. There's no, I've looked around. I mean, there may be somewhere, but. They're not on any. They're not a cash sleuth yet. They're not on your rumpkins or your your toolboxes that we're we're tend to go to. So right. I was surprised. I really thought that was neat, and we need to bring some of those back. I mean, those are some really cool puzzles that are out there. Well, and I'm I'm working on some of that with the um, with our Instagram page. If you yeah. if you're sitting there trying to figure out that last puzzle that yeah. I have created that has those random letters and you need to have random holes put in it. it. Um, you know, I, I pulled that out of a, I pulled this cipher right here and how to, how to make it and create it and use it yeah. um, out of a Flynn's weekly detective magazine so cool. from December 5th of 1925. Wow. 
That's incredible. So, That's awesome. You know, it just so happens that there was a really good write-up in there. We're actually, uh, my plan is to to use some of these weekly detective magazines, get some yeah. of these ciphers, put them on our Instagram page, um, you know, publish them out, and then do a show um, on solving these out of this. I like it. Flynn's weekly detective magazines um, and showing you how to do that. But for the one that I just posted, if you haven't been able to figure out where the secret location is and, and, and we got one person who's emailed me the correct answer for the secret location for cool. uh, where, where bullfrog needs to go. Um, uh -huh. If you, if you looked at this Flynn's weekly detective from December 5th of 1925, Right. It shows oh, wow. you there right there how to solve Break it and make them. I'll let you go oh, read that cool. on your own. Um, but yeah. there's a there's a link to all of this stuff that's going to be in our show notes. So yeah. you know it'll it'll be up in a day or so. Um, I'll put it but, tonight. Yep. Um, but yep. go in there, check out the the show notes. We do have some uh, YouTube video stuff at the very bottom of the show notes that are uh, yeah. a super fun rabbit hole to run down. Um, yeah, very so true. That I mean, and some of them will kind of hook you into something else and into something else. And before you know it, it's freaking midnight on a Sunday before you <laughs> need to go back to work and you haven't drank your oval tea. Sounds like that's what Charles did. You went down the rabbit. In fact, you, you read, you watched one a couple times, didn't you? Man, like, I've watched so good. I've watched one of those episodes now. And in fact, one of these YouTube video links is um is where I found the cowboy boot cipher. Yeah. And so um I'm assuming I'm a uh is yeah. one of these the uh yeah, it's the comic book. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah. In fact, he, yeah, they talk about the hobo one, and they said that the hobo uh, code, yeah, code was similar, and so, but then they showed the um, the the thing about the comic book and the 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 boot, and I, right. Yeah. So if you watch the the Let's Crack Zodiac episode, whatever episode twelve, 12 yeah, right, episode twelve is the one that we have linked in there. It's the very first link at the bottom of the show notes. That thing, if you watch all the way to the end of it, you're going to sit there and be like, man, I need to go watch some of these other episodes. Um, and I've gone back. I've watched that episode 12, whatever it is, six or seven times. And I catch new stuff in the background yeah. all, every time. So it's so good for, for some of you that are wanting to, to do some puzzles and whatnot. This guy's website and he's um, he's a member of the. Uh, ACA, the American Cryptological yep. Association. Um, yep. He's been invited to go and speak with the FBI and the CIA and um, at uh, yearly conventions um, for uh, amateur cryptographers. So it's he's a wealth of, of knowledge. He runs a business, but does this as like a hobby on the side, which yeah. most cryptography people do. Um, but he's well, got he, a YouTube yeah. channel that he he dedicated to trying to crack the Zodiac and he goes through a lot of the early stuff that's already been decrypted, how it got decrypted. I'm in like 
episode seven, I think. I've I've went back to the beginning of right. that of that rabbit it. hole and and decided to go from the surface down and started at episode one. And there's so much good stuff for all of you know for puzzle making and stuff that hasn't yes. been seen because you know the cryptography association is not as big now as it was between the end of world war two. And, you know, when, when we were worried about the Russians and everyone was yeah. trying to decrypt stuff and, uh, right. you know, the cold war. And after the end of that, that kind of, it's, it's still a thing, but it's not near as popular as it used to be. Um, yep. but man, that's a, those are some fun rabbit holes to run down. Uh, if you've got uh, a couple of yeah. days, I was going to say, I was gonna say I've talked to I've I've been emailing back and forth to him a little bit, trying to get him coax him into the on to be on the show. So hopefully, you know, cross your fingers, say a say a good word for me because I'm gonna keep working on trying to to get him to come on the show sometimes. So, but yeah, he yeah. does some interesting guy. Yeah, and he's um, you know, he's analyzed some of this stuff and looked at it, and I mean, when you're a amateur cryptographer in the FBI and the CIA have both invited you to, to come and talk, you know, it's, yep. that's probably a, a, a good deal. So Absolutely. check out the show notes. There's a lot of fun information in there at the bottom in those links, um, as well as some other stuff that we uh, just kind of raised about, about Zodiac type characters in DC comics and whatnot over yep. the years. So, um, Definitely. Check out the show notes. There's some more information in there. And uh yeah, we'll uh we'll have to figure out something for the next show that's better than this. this yeah. Man, this was a good, good show. stuff. Yeah. Thank you so hey, much. That was I'm gonna good. add this. If, if you yeah. gotta bribe somebody, you know, try make a trade off to go cashing somewhere, maybe you get lucky and one of your trade offs is go to one of the like an antique store and now you got a reason to go to antique. Go Flynn's. Go, see, yeah. Go Flynn's and or see if you can find that boot because that'd be yeah, that'd be exactly. Pretty darn cool. God, yeah, so so true. And yeah. if you're coming to Cash Fest and you're gonna, do, I mean, hopefully if you're if you're going to Cash Fest, you're gonna want to do the Puzzle Academy. Really, they're gonna be great. They're gonna be a lot of fun. But never may never know. You may want to get bone up on a little bit of the uh, Flynn's stuff because. Um, that's you might see a possibility. You may see it again. You never know. So be, be in with Flynn. There you go. All right, good show, guys. Um, great research. Uh, and we'll see everybody next Sunday. I do want to mention, and uh, not completely spilling the beans, because next Sunday we are going to spill the beans, and that is we're going to premiere. Uh with the Waysiders, they're going to announce exclusively on Geocache Talk Network what next year's going caching is. So kind of fun to hear what they're going to do for a theme. They've done steampunk and they've done uh, Roman. They've done, you know, everybody in a pirate. This year was uh, the Roaring Twenties which was kind of fun, but they, they have a, they always have cool themes. And so um, they're going to come on for the first part and exclusively on geocache talk network. We're going to 
spill the beans on what next year's uh, theme is for going caching. So we'll see everybody on Tuesday with Gadget Talk, and then we'll see everybody next Sunday. We're going to also talk about um, some of the side event information for um, for Cash Fest as well. Give give you guys some more info and uh, give you some more updates on that. So looking what? forward to that. I don't remember where are we out on oh, gadget talk with Chad's cash. What's up this Tuesday? He what is he doing this this he's doing they're they're working on their scream mm-hmm. uh, gadget, which is really cool. If everybody that, if that you haven't been watching really that cool. it's really worth it to go through and see all that because it's really it's been cool watching them build that. Uh, but they're gonna do more work on that scream gadget cast so come visit and come see us for that on tuesday so all right thank you guys and we will see you next time good night